it's time for the best podcast ever. Hi, you guys. Welcome to the new Super Mom Society podcast. So, last week I was sharing how I transitioned from Ask Polina to Super Mom, the Super Mom Society. And I officially transitioned this podcast now to Super Mom Society. And I love it. I've actually been feeling so good about it. I was so kind of nervous and anxious trying to see how I was going to make the transition and it, if it would be best serving to my audience, all of you guys, my friends, all of you listening, my family. And so I got such great feedback on my emails that I officially made the change. This podcast is now the Super Mom Society podcast. This is your favorite super mom. <laughs> my name is Polina. I'm excited to be here. Today I'm going to talk about hand, foot, mouth disease, which is something that I dealt with this last week with my youngest, Adelina. For those of you who are new, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm a single mom of five beautiful children. Their ages currently are 7, 9, 11, 13, and 15. So I have a first grader, a third grader, fifth grader, seventh grader, and ninth grader. For those of you who are following me for a while, you know these things. They're often in my videos and I talk about them so much. But this last week we dealt with hand, foot, mouth disease and actually were able to recover really quickly. So if you guys don't know what that is, it is a virus that typically occurs in younger children and like below the age of seven, but my youngest daughter caught it and now my 11 year old caught it as well, Noah. And it's so interesting because typically hand, foot, mouth disease, you get um, these, it's kind of like sores or bumps, like red and they're burning on your hands and your feet and also your mouth. But I, it was really amazing to watch my kids like really overcome it so quickly. And also they didn't have, it wasn't very serious. They didn't have any blisters in their mouth at all. The sores on their hands were very small and tiny, but they were red and burning and a bit itchy. And so I'm going to give you the protocol for what I did, but I was amazed. I feel like there's always something that I'm going through every single week with my kids which I'm so grateful for because then I feel I learn so much from the experience. It's either with my kids or myself, and then I can share it <laughs> with you guys. But I noticed because my kids have been taking on guard soft gels and using essential oils for a long time, it's really helped them so much build their immune system. So when they do interact with a virus or they come in contact with some sort of anything, virus, bacteria, allergen, we talked about allergies last week, allergen, um, whatever the case is, their body just responds so quickly and killing it off. And that is just proof that their immune system works so incredibly well. Well, and it's interesting because my son Noah, he was staying at his dad's house last night and he was telling me how he was, he called me and told me that he has the same thing that Adelina has, the hand, foot, mouth disease. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. He's 11, so it is very contagious, but typically, you know, younger kids get it. So you could be exposed to it. Like I was very exposed to her. I didn't get it. Avi didn't get it. Uh, My older um, daughter, Ellie, didn't get it. 
and Micah, my nine-year-old, didn't get it. And um, so I didn't think that my older kids would get it. But it was so funny. I'm laying next to Avi last night. And um, this morning, uh, you know, we were talking about it. And this morning when Noah called me to tell me, Avi said to me, Mom, he probably if he had a lot of sugar, his immune system went down. And if his immune system went down, he was probably exposed to the virus and now is reacting to the virus because he had such a low immune system. And I was like, oh my gosh, my job here is done. <laughs> right? It's so, it's so interesting. And I share that because one of the things that I find super important being a super mom and just being a mom in general, but transitioning to super mom status is to communicate with the kids, with your kids. And also this is just something that you can practice yourself, just becoming aware of what different foods do to our body. And how do you feel after you eat it? How do you, what happens to you? What do you notice happens to you when you have sugar? What do you notice happens to you when you eat dairy or if you eat meat or if you're feeling like heavy, like you eat heavy foods like gluten, And how do you feel after that? Everybody's body responds differently. But I was just really impressed because when the kids start to understand how their body responds when they are, you know, eating certain foods, then that is the first step to bringing awareness and then creating any sort of change, right? We we become aware of something, we get inspired, we wanna feel a different way, maybe we don't like how we're feeling, and we get inspired to make a change or make an adjustment, and then because of that awareness, we make that change. But if we don't have that awareness at all, then we never actually understand what's happening to us, we never get inspired, and we never make that change. So the more aware we can become with everything that happens in our body, and take action, then we create this life that we are continuously improving and growing and strengthening the different systems in our body and ultimately living the healthiest and happiest life we can live. So I thought that was really awesome and profound. And it's really interesting. I feel I have been working so diligently on teaching the kids about health and wellness and also about emotional intelligence and their emotions, their triggers, how they respond, what happens to them physically in their body when they get upset. And all of that brings so much awareness. And now after working with them on this for so many years, starting to see the rewards, you know, see them responding in actual conflicts with each other, how to respond in a way that's effective in a way that they can connect. Responding when they're not feeling good, like how, what can they do themselves to, what do they reach for to help their body heal themselves? And that's a really huge transition and step to independence and having this like thriving life is when you're not feeling good, what do you notice happens to your body? Does your throat hurt? Do you feel weak? Do you feel like your head hurts? What are the signs that you look for where you're not in your optimal health? And I think that is a big part in learning. I didn't learn a lot of those things until I was a lot older. So to be able to teach that to kids is so incredible. And one of the one of the tips I have to share about that is that every day is an opportunity 
to teach them something. It doesn't have to be like a lecture. It doesn't have to be this long discussion about food and how it's important and how, you know, but I feel like every little moment you can incorporate these little ways of teaching, these tips into just every, every day, just a little bit, every single day. And I talked about this daily habits last episode um, and, you know, I mentioned the book of, uh, the ebook that I was writing, um, the simple guide. Oh my gosh, my watch is talking to me. Um, the simple guide to manifesting and how the daily habits are so important. Like, what are your daily thoughts? What are your daily habits? Like, what are you doing? Cause every day, if you do a little bit every single day, that's where you're moving. That's the direction you're moving, right? Your direction is moving forward or it's pulling you back or it's keeping you stuck. So with kids, it's the same thing. Every opportunity that you have with them, it just can be a little bit every single day that makes such a big difference in their life. And those are the things that they remember. Uh, another really great experience I had with the kids every morning when I drop them off at school. So I drop, I don't drop them off every single morning. I see the kids every single day, but they're at their dad's three days a week on Monday and Wednesdays and also on Sundays, but they stay the night on Monday and Wednesdays. And then on Tuesday and Thursday, they get their dad drops them off. But in the mornings on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I drop them off at school. And then I pick them up Tuesday, Thursday after school. And every single time I drop them off. I, t- of course, tell them I love them, that they have a wonderful day. And, you know, it's kind of a bit of a, um, the process of dropping the kids off is a bit of a hurry because we have to go in like this roundabout and there isn't a lot of time and there's five of them and they all go to the same school. Well, my oldest goes to the high school campus. So the four younger ones go to the same school. So the drop off is kind of like, it's gotta be like less than a minute, <laughs> less than a minute and a half in order to get them out of the car. And the one thing that I say to them always at drop off is do something nice for someone. Just do something nice for someone. And even though they may not, in that moment, it's so quick and it's such a small period of time, but the repetition of it every single time I drop them off, like do something nice for someone. Just remember, do something nice for someone. And then it's so cool because when I pick them up on Tuesday, Thursday, they usually tell me, they'll share with me what they did. And I don't even prompt them to, you know, I don't typically ask them like, what did you do for someone, you know, nice for someone? They usually tell me, mom, I did this or mom, I shared this. And and it's really, really incredible to see how impactful and how profound these small daily habits are. And just going back to our health, and because that is so important. Our health is our greatest wealth. How can we thrive and not get stuck? Um, How can we create optimal health? And it's these daily habits that we're doing that create optimal health for us. And actually, I'm going to be teaching, I completely forgot, just remembered right at this moment, I'm going to be teaching a free webinar that is happening this week on Tuesday. And I'm gonna be talking about all the daily habits that I do on a regular basis that I actually, I feel so subconscious. Like I have just gotten so much in the pattern of doing them. Um, But I really took a good deep dive into my daily habits uh, because I just feel like they're just so secondhand nature to me, but it's just not usual for a lot of people. And all of them 
almost all of them are health related, right? That are just creating optimal health for my life. And I'm going to share them all with you. If you want to register for the webinar, you can. It's very simple. Just go to my uh, website and go to askpolina.com. You can now also go to supermomsociety.com. It just forwards to my existing website. And on the homepage, there is a section right in the front that says register for the webinar. So you can register for the webinar. It's happening on Tuesday, May 2nd. If you cannot make it during that time, that's okay. I'm going to record it. And if you register for it, I will send you the recording. And you guys, tomorrow is May 1st and I'm so excited. I'm going to be doing 31 days of podcasts. I'm not even exactly sure what that's going to look like, but I'm going to get a podcast out every single day for 31 days. So I'm really excited. It's almost like I'm going to talk to you about all kinds of things related to health and wellness, but also business and parenting. I feel I have expanded that part of my business. I love talking about how to be a successful mompreneur, how to be a successful mom, how to be how to make money, how to bring financial abundance, how to be an incredible parent. Um, I'm a single mom, have been a single mom for five years, and I feel a bit longer because even when I was married, I had I felt oftentimes I was alone. And how to thrive, how to thrive in that experience. Um, some of the ways that I just create a thriving environment for my kids and also for myself. So that's happening Tuesday. Okay, let's get back to the hand, foot, mouth disease. So any sort of disease, virus, bacteria that enters your body, your body knows how to respond. It knows exactly what to do. But oftentimes our immune system, which is our number one method in protection, it's our protection method for those viruses, the bacteria, and anything else that comes into our system where we need support. The immune system is our go-to system to help support our body in healing itself. So let me just recap, what is the immune system? So the immune system, it is like a network. It's really cool. I remember sharing with you guys once on a video, I was talking to the kids about the different systems in the body. And Micah, my nine-year-old says, it's like a city inside our body. It's like a whole world. <laughs> I'm gonna one day, I feel, create a video game where it's like the whole video game is the entire body and you're just creating optimal <laughs> health. Um, so, you know, he said, mom, it's like a whole, like a city. It's like a world. Like there's cells that are working, that are functioning. And then there's the bad guys, the bad cells that are not helping and supporting our system. And then there are the different systems that have different functions. And then there's like all the different actions that take place to improve the health of our system. It's kind of like this world, right? It's like this, this, um, town that we're living in, wherever you are, it's like, you've got these rules and there's certain people that have different jobs and they do the jobs. And if they're doing the jobs correctly, then we have like roads and we've got cars and we can function and we have therapists to help us connect and we have doctors to fix our health issues. It's like this rolls in the system that make the system work smoothly. So the immune system is a network. It's a network of the cells and the tissues and the organs and the substances that make the, uh, the make the body 
gives the body the ability to fight off infections and different diseases. So there are three types of different immune systems. So remember that it's the protection mechanism and everything in our body is connected and our emotions are very much connected to all the different systems of our body. So we have a three different types of immunity. We have like innate immunity, adaptive and passive immunity. And um, we have like, for example, when, when we get a respiratory virus, then we have the innate part of our immunity creates the coughing reflex. And that coughing reflex then pushes out the mucus and is trying to eliminate the congestion out of our system. So we have different activations that occur depending on the virus or the bacteria that, that um, our system gets in contact with. Um, so it wants, what the immune system wants to do is it wants to protect. It wants to protect you from all these different invaders that causes infection, illnesses, diseases, and of course, you know, it wants our body to survive. So we have this immune system for a very important purpose. What happens is our immune system gets thrown off balance. And some of the top triggers, and those of you who are listening probably have heard me say this a million times, some of our top triggers that throw off the balance of our immune system are food, different types of foods such as dairy, sugar, gluten, I'm going to say meat in this instance, but I can tell you that dairy and sugar are at the very top of the list. I have seen a lot of people who have been able to heal themselves with still consuming meat. Um, but dairy, sugar, and gluten, I say dairy, sugar, like the top of the top. Gluten also, not so great. Um, but yeah, those are the top of the list. And food is a huge factor. We are what we eat. I'm a true believer of that. My grandmother taught me that food creates life inside of us. Or if we eat dead food and processed food, then that's exactly what it creates, death. (laughs) So uh, food is a huge one. Sleep. Sleep is another big one. Sleep also determines what is our health like, how much rest we get. Typically, when our immune system goes down, we need a lot more sleep. Another really important factor to immune system is stress. And I can't stress it enough. And I feel stress really is categorized in the emotional department. (laughs) I'm just going to continue to say this over and over again because I can't even tell you guys how important it is to understand our emotions. We are not aware, not nearly aware of what happens to us our emotional health, our emotional well-being, how our emotion affects our health. And this is huge. So our emotions are directly also related to the function of our immune system. A lot of people think genetics is the case, and that translates to how our health is 
right now and how we are in our health and you know what are we like if we have a disposition to certain diseases ailments and conditions all genetics I completely disagree. And for those of you who watched my video on epigenetics and also how our genetics are expressed, the most important factor to gene expression is your environment. So the environment, the environment we live in, the environment we create, the relationships we have is our environment, the food that we eat creates our environment, our stress is our environment, our job, all of that will either trigger trigger your genes to express themselves in a positive way, creating optimal health, or trigger your genes to express themselves in a way that we don't want, which is in other ailments, conditions, diseases that we could have in our genetic history. So, of course, let's say we have breast cancer, for example, in our genes, or we have you know, diabetes, or we have congestive heart failure, for example, that's something that my, my grandmother passed away from and her mother passed away from. So if we have that same environment, that same food, that same stress, and we continue those same habits, those daily habits, we create an environment that expresses those genes. And then we have congestive heart failure, we have diseases, we have breast cancer, we have all kinds of issues, health issues. But when we change the environment, we do things differently, then those genes never actually get expressed. So we then express different genes. We express genes that are healthy. We express genes that create optimal health in our body. And this is really, really good to understand. Also, it's my perspective. I've, I'm studying it in school now. So it's so interesting to see how responsive our genes are in the right environment. So when your immune system is not working and it completely fails you, you're left without any defense system, completely defense system and um, defenseless system. And so then you have a body that's, that has an opportunity for infections, sicknesses, illnesses, and diseases, which was so, I'm going to tie this back to what Avi said earlier this morning when I said to, when we were talking to Noah and Noah said that he had um, caught the hand, foot, mouth disease. And Avi says, well, you probably ate a lot of sugar that probably lowered your immune system. That's probably why you caught it. And I was like, yes, <laughs> exactly. So, all right, let's get to the protocol. Um, and then if you guys didn't hear already, I am hosting a five day business retreat here in Maui in August. So I'll tell you a little about that after the protocol. Okay. So number one is anytime you're dealing with any sort of infection, bacteria, virus, you need to create an environment in your system, in your body that can heal itself. So number one, eliminate all dairy and sugar at least three days. So typically with hand, foot, mouth disease, you're actually, um, well, now I use the term quarantine because <laughs> it's so familiar, but um, it's typically seven to 10 days. Just like, you know, you're on an antibiotic for about that long to get rid of whatever bacteria that you could be in contact with. Um, but they say usually hand, foot, mouth disease is contagious for about seven days. So I say for about seven days, at least no sugar, no dairy. And usually you'll see like a huge increase in your immune system, 
when you make certain adjustments to your eating habits and you take your essential oils and you're drinking your tea or your juices or a lot of water, that sort of thing. And then if you reintroduce sugar and dairy into your eating lifestyle, your immune system go back down. You can actually um, bring back the virus or the bacteria. So this is actually very prevalent and um, common in sexually transmitted diseases. So I'm going to actually talk about that topic next week because, or this week, because I'm going to be doing podcasts every single day. But um, yeah, this week, because a lot of people believe that STDs are not curable and that it is, you know, the only way you can cure is through a drug. And I feel like that is a huge misnomer and misbelief. And there are some parts of that book that I was sharing with you guys a couple months back uh, about ways that you can heal yourself from a sexually transmitted disease that I don't have personal experience, but I do have, I have had a lot of yeast infections and um, I, I'm very open about that because I feel like after having children and just being a mom in general, it's yeah, it's very common if you have like either bacterial vaginosis or you've gotten urinary tract infections, bladder infections, you know, yeast infections, those are all so common and they're so closely related to your stress, sleep, food. So, um, yeah. So I'll talk more about that in the next 30 days, but let's 31 days. Let's get back to the protocol for hand, foot, mouth disease. Number one, um, you, I want to apply essential oils to the sores directly. So what I did was Adelina, for those of you who know, she's my seven-year-old. She can't stand essential oils. Wouldn't you know it? <laughs> I've got kids with a mom that loves essential oils, but she doesn't like essential oils. But I told her, this is really the only way we're going to be able to kill the bacteria, the virus. So I took a wipe, like a wet wipe. And I, at the moment that I noticed that she had this, I had picked her up picked her up from school um and I didn't see there are no symptoms prior and she kind of wasn't feeling too well she had really low grade fever so what I did was I took um tea tree oil which is all I had in the car at the time at the moment and the stronger blend so for those of you who use essential oils I'm a huge doTERRA fan I don't actually I'm not affiliated with doTERRA I don't have an account with them I don't sell essential oils but I use them. I love their essential oils. I feel like they're the best in the land. And so the tea tree oil, all I did was I put a drop on her hand and then she rubbed her hands together and then I put a wet wipe in between because she was very hesitant to use the oils and the her hands were already burning. So um, now tea tree oil, I typically say it's a hotter oil. You don't want to use it for like eczema or psoriasis because it can aggravate. But for this condition, like skin fungus, um, ringworm, for example, another really good, good one to use tea tree oil. And this you can use tea tree oil. And then the stronger blend, which I really love. Um, so doTERRA has... Um, there, there is a blend called Stronger, and I'm going to actually make sure that I have this right. You can get it in a roller bottle, or you can get it in a small, like a five milliliter bottle, which is what I had in the car, which I had the five milliliter bottle and I had the roller bottle. And so I just did a drop. There's some lemongrass in there. Um, 
trying to think what else is in that blend. It's similar to On Guard, but it's like the kids version, which I like. So did that with some tea tree oil, put it on her hand, had her rubber hands, and then I did the wipe. And significant improvement, like significant in just a few hours. Okay, no, I got the ingredients to the stronger blend. It's not lemongrass, it's actually litzia. And litzia is in the family. Um, that's why it smells like lemongrass. So it has cedar wood, litzia, frankincense, and rose. Well, there you go. Rose is incredible for any sort of skin issues. So the stronger blend is, um, I want to say it's in the kids collection. It's like with the calmer, the forgive. No, maybe not the forgive. Okay. Looks like I need to do a little bit more, <laughs> more understanding of which blend that's in with what kit, but, um, it's a really good oil. I love it. And so I put it on her hands. I actually also rubbed it on her throat and on the bottoms of her feet. So with hand, foot, mouth disease, you have the sores on your hands, on your feet, in your mouth. And actually she said to me, her throat was hurting a bit, but I didn't, she didn't feel any other sores in her mouth. So I just had her take the On Guard soft gels and then I rolled the stronger oil on her throat and that worked wonders. I did that again. She ended up falling asleep. She took like a three, four hour nap. It's a long nap. It's good. I wanted her to rest and recover. And then I also did a little bit of oregano on the bottoms of her feet. I must have applied oil about five times to her. Um, so she actually found relief right away after the first time I applied the tea tree in the stronger blend. And so she had fallen asleep and then when she woke up her hands weren't hurting anymore and then it came back again a little bit the next morning so i put it on at night again came back again a little bit next morning put it on her she was fine after the fifth time i applied the oils which was about three days or so she was totally fine by the way like complained a little bit this is the one thing about with kids getting sick it's like i want to relieve their symptoms i don't want them to suffer but also it can get really stressful as a mom when you have kids that are like complaining about being in pain and struggling. And um, I get overwhelmed, of course, sometimes because it's like there's five of them. So I want to be able to help and cater to the one that's maybe not feeling good. But I also need to continue on being a mom to the others. And so, yeah, it was really cool because she didn't even complain maybe like one time after I picked her up from school, she's like, Mom, I'm not feeling good. My hands are really burning. And she was just a bit sad about that. Once I put the oils on, she fell asleep. And then that night she woke up. She's like, wow, it feels so much better. And then it was just a little burning. So I put some more on, put some more on the bottoms of her feet, gave her some on guard soft gels. And then she was totally fine, even though you could see some of the spots still the next few days. They weren't bothering her anymore. So that's a big deal. We gotta give the body time to heal. As long as we can relieve the symptoms, which the essential oils do so well, then it's fantastic. So that's what I did. If you don't have the Stronger Blend or Tea Tree Oil, some of the other oils you could use is On Guard. And I didn't use coconut oil at all when I was applying the essential oils to the hands and the feet. Remember that the skin 
on your arms, your legs, the rest of your body, aside from your hands and your feet, it's different than the skin on your hands and your feet. So um, you can apply the oil and it's not gonna be like really burning like you would think when you're applying those hot oils onto the skin on your arms or like the rest of your body. So that's the good thing. Um, even though it was burning her a little bit when I did the teacher oil and the stronger blend, if you don't have those, you can use On Guard. And then the other thing you can do is you can use rosemary is a really good one. I love rosemary, excellent for your hair, but also really good for bacteria. I've used rosemary also for ear infections. Basil is another one. Rosemary and basil are not hot oils, but I feel like they're, the, they're really good for fighting off bacteria and viruses. So I like to say that hot essential oils they have different levels of heat so you have like cinnamon clove oregano that are really really hot if you put them on topically without coconut oil it'll feel like it's burning but then you have like tea tree rosemary you have basil those oils are still killing bacteria and viruses they're just not hot like they don't physically burn when you put them on um thyme is another hot oil but i it's a higher heat so you put it on, it's going to burn a bit. So that's just something to keep in mind. You don't have to dilute your coconut, your essential oils when you apply it to the hands. But also just keep in mind that you don't want to be putting on guard on your children's hands and feet and then like telling them to eat, you know, so just keep that in mind. So yeah, no sugar, no dairy. Use the oils topically on the hands and the feet. If they can swallow on guard soft gels, have them do that. Or you could take beadlets instead. Those are really great. And... If there's sore throat, if they're having a sore throat, then I have this really great like mixture. Just have them gargle with. You can gargle with DDR Prime, or you can gargle with On Guard. You can gargle with um, any of those. Put in a little bit of water and have them gargle. And if they happen to swallow it, it's okay. Even if it's burning, sometimes my kids have done that and they're like, oh my god, it's burning. Give them water. They're gonna be fine. Okay, so that's the hand, foot, mouth disease protocol. Super simple. Best thing is to not freak out, not panic. Um, you know, one thing that I've learned as a mom, and before I started using essential oils, I used a lot of echinacea. I did a lot of garlic and juicing. <laughs> I would make my kids drink like all kinds of tinctures, and essential oils are just such an easy way and they work so effectively and so convenient. Such an easy way to get your kids healthy quickly and get yourself healthy quickly as well. So you can use that if you feel the need to give your child, um, you know, I typically go for marjoram. Marjoram is like a sedative. It's really good for pain, similar to like a Motrin or a Tylenol. I typically stay away from Tylenol completely. Um, I have given my kids um, Motrin, children's Motrin before on very rare occasions, but sometimes it's helpful, especially if they have really high fevers and the fevers are difficult to break with peppermint oil, but now they're getting older. It's so much easier to deal with, uh, what they're going through. And so I noticed too, when the kids were a lot younger, you just don't know what's going on with them. It's just harder to diagnose and so I'm like trying all different kinds of oils and, um, and then you just don't know what's working, what's not working. I feel like I spent 
the last seven years testing all these different protocols of my kids and then figuring out what they work and what doesn't work. Um, but yeah, that, that's just keep in mind that, you know, the best thing to do is to not panic. And I think that's why I can handle five kids so well is that I do really well in chaos, really well in high stress situations. <laughs> and I think, um, a lot of yoga, many, many years of yoga has taught me that. So just remember everything's going to be okay. And if you have the right tools and you've got the protocols that you can use, then you'll be really, really successful at getting your children back to optimal health and also not feeling so alone and desperate and panicked. Um, that's something that I, I remember really wanting to make sure that I can teach to other moms. It's like, and share like the, the, if you have me on your side, I got your back, <laughs> then, then you don't ever have to worry. You don't have to stress. You know, definitely don't have to panic. If you don't already have my download, it's a children's essential oil guide. You can go to my website, supermomsociety.com or askpolina.com. Both of them will lead you there. And you just go to the eBooks and you'll find the health and wellness section that has the children's essential oil protocols. So you can download it from there. Okay, you guys, I will see you. Well, I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining. This has been so enjoyable. I did mention I was going to talk about the retreat. Um, I'm hosting a five-day retreat with Lisa Zimmer, August 21st through the 25th. If you are interested, you can go to our website, yourtravelbesties.com. So yourtravelbesties.com. It's you as in the letter U and then R, the letter R, travelbesties.com. And there's information there. You can join us for a retreat here in Maui. We are actually going to offer an online virtual opportunity for this retreat as well. So if you'd like to join in on all the workshops, there's an option to pay for that as well. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope you have an incredible rest of your day. And I will be back tomorrow. Bye.